Hey Astro people, what's up? I'm back. I've managed to pull it all together just long enough to say some things about cancer. Gemini season threw me some loops, had some life changes happen, so I wasn't able to make it in time for Gemini season, but that's okay. We're back with cancer and we're going to talk about it a little bit. So if you follow North of the Moon on Facebook or Instagram, you can kind of see that Gemini season was a little bit crazy, hectic, hard to wrap your head around. And cancer season is going to be equally as hard to contextualize and get into simple terms, but we're going to give it a shot. So let's start out with just talking about cancer. Cancer is the seventh sign of the zodiac ruled by the moon and is cardinal water energy. Cancer is the one with the big mommy vibes. It's nurturing, protective, caring, empathetic, loyal, and reserved. When I think of cancer, I think of cancer as being like the the hearth and the home. Your favorite home-cooked meal, which is more than just about tasting good. It's the smell of grandma's coffee or anything that kind of takes you to that deep, sacred home space down within your soul. Cancer are kind of um, homey people. They rely on the emotional security and safety of home or whatever they consider to be home. It's their sanctuary. And oftentimes this becomes a place for other people to feel at home at and safe in as well. Cancer is sensitive. It feels every emotion in the room. And they perceive their outer world a lot of times through those emotional feeds. They can seem overly sensitive or moody only because they feel what you feel. And you radiate those feelings and they soak it in. So if anything's off, they think it's their fault. And instead of working through separating their own emotions, they just get kind of crabby. <laughs> and I'm sorry. I mean, it seems kind of cliche, but that's what they do. So best advice if dealing with a lot of cancer energy is to give them some space and let them kind of sort themselves out. Cancerians also have the somewhat unfortunate predisposition for emotional manipulation because they feel like they have to work for any type of affection or anything of value to them. They rely on the feeling of being validated and can easily get caught up in toxic relationships because they can't reinforce or establish their own boundaries. It's almost like a persistent tug of war of emotional extremes for them. They either have impossible walls or they get sucked into every situation. Kind of like a battle between being able to take action towards growth and being stuck like a self-preservation mode. No wonder they're crabby. <laughs> and I'm sorry, I know I keep saying that, it's not fair. But it is, I mean, there's really kind of no other way to 
um, describe it besides kind of crabby, grumpy, moody, prone to emotional mood swings. You get the idea. Cancers can have good financial awareness and make a lot of those decisions based on creating or nurturing or supporting what gives them comfort and security in the long run. Cancer is also very much a kind of ride-or-die energy. They will be there to support and nurture you in whatever you need, and they will make sure that they pack your favorite snacks along for the ride, and they will never ask for anything in return. One thing I will say here about cancer, which is what some things they have to like kind of pay attention to or be aware of, is they do internalize all of these selfless, selfless acts. And it's not like they're keeping tabs, but if they internalize it too much and don't feel validated, then they will catalog all of the stuff that they feel like they've done to support people and nurture people and be there for people. And they will immediately discredit all of those nice, wonderful things because they're not feeling validated and they'll use that as a kind of self-sabotaging technique. So cancer can kind of be a hard energy to understand. So just make sure there's puppies and soft things and let them know that they're appreciated. Okay. I know that's kind of short and sweet, but you get the idea. Let's just move on to some cosmic forecasts, shall we? I really wanted to get this done before the new moon, but obviously that didn't happen. It bugs me so bad. My own little personal pet peeve, I guess. So I'm going to hit on a few key dates, but mostly going to talk about the major players for the remainder of cancer season. Like I said, there's so much dynamic energy happening right now, it's hard to break it all down to specifics. First, I'm going to mention the Sirius portal opening July 4th and 5th. I don't really know much about it, but it's going to be like a superpower for soul destinies. I recommend investigating that one on your own and talking to a trusted astrologer if you want more in-depth information on that on a personal level. The sun is going to be throwing angsty teenager vibes our way through the end of cancer season, which will end on July 22nd. Being in cancer, it's already prone to moodiness, and it's going to be make some difficult aspects with planets who are known to cause friction. In particular, I feel worth mentioning, is a square aspect between the sun and an Aries Chiron on July 8th. Saturn will kind of be in the mix as well. So remember, take it easy on yourself. Focus on the winds, no matter how small. Don't give up. Mercury is yet again bouncing all over the freaking map. There's too much to go through. I mean, if we were, we'd be going almost day by day. And we just don't have time for that. So the general idea is to be vigilant in keeping yourself from getting carried away by someone else's version or versions of reality. 
That goes for your immediate environment along with the outer world as well. The planets are all mixing up the ideal setting for hard truths to be revealed. Those in denial about whatever it may be may not be able to hide it anymore. And that could be a good or a bad time depending on how you or they choose to move forward. I'm telling you, all the major disruptors for life changers like Saturn, Uranus, Pluto, Chiron, the Sun, and even little Miss Lilith are out there on the bumpy dirt road this month. And the Sun is just itching to bring all the feels out in full force. So be mindful, folks. And I'm not trying to like paint all of this in a negative light. These times can be great course correctors if you choose to approach it that way. But it has to be your active choice. Like I tell my kids, it's a lot easier to be happy and make good choices than sad and always feel disappointed. There's that energy cancer coming for you. Pay attention to the North of the Moon daily notes on Facebook or Instagram for a closer look like on a day-to-day basis on how the myriad of changing aspects are going to come at us. Let's lighten the mood slightly with the help of the lovely Venus. You know what? I'm just really developing a fondness and respect for little Miss Venus. She's going to add some softness to the possible angsty vibes for the first two weeks or so of July. She'll add some soothing energy to the heart aspects Chiron and Pluto and Saturn are going to be making with the other planets. She's still in Gemini, so verbal and written words will easily flourish with fanciful beauty. (laughs) This is the perfect time to write a love note or recite a poem. Words of affirmation for self-love will do everyone loads of good right now. Venus will move into the sign of Cancer on July 17th. Cancer is going to help her focus on the beauty of having welcoming, secure, and attractive home space. The term kind of nesting comes to mind when I think about this energy. And here's where I'm going to interject my own PSA. With all the other tough energies sort of floating around, don't let the Cancerian tendency to fall prey to emotional man- to fall prey to emotional manipulation in your own relationships to people and things take over. Set boundaries for yourself and don't be an asshole. <laughs> if it were me, I'd capitalize on some serious self-care or self-love routines right now. All right, PSA over. Moving on, Mr. Mars is going to mellow out when he moves to the sign of Taurus on July 5th. And I will say that we should all be thankful for this more docile Mars energy right now. And really, that's about all he's going to do. In true Taurus fashion, Mars is just going to sit there and make it difficult for everyone to get up 
and get going and do much of anything. <laughs> Remember the moody energies I keep talking about? Yeah, this guy isn't going to be much help with any of that. But, and here I go again with my butts and all my heavy, sag, optimistic tendencies. You can use this energy to push through tedious projects or situations. It's going to give you the staying power to see something through that the compulsive Aries may have got you caught up in previously. The work you've put in towards creating financial or communal roots or foundations will get a shot of endurance as well as some extra resolve to continue towards those goals. So, I know this isn't as clean cut and as in-depth as normal and kind of all over the place, but really there's not a lot of easy clear-cut energies happening right now. Plus, I've been totally slacking in my astro duties because of other life things. Like I said, that's kind of what's supposed to happen. When you hear me talk about setting boundaries or staying in your core, it's exactly this. Taking stock of your life and being able to adjust accordingly. For me, the podcast just had to get pushed on the priority list temporarily. Yes, it bummed me out missing one and then being really late on another, but I was able to stay focused on what needed my immediate attention at the time, and I came out on the other side with my sanity intact and able to get back to talking to you guys and talking about astro things. For me personally, that's a win. I also want to point out that all of this self-validating rambling is a very Cancerian thing to do. And I don't even have any major cancer energy in my chart. And I almost forgot to talk about the full moon, which is going to come into full view on July 13th. And it is going to be in the sign of Capricorn. This one is going to be heavy. Like all the other energies right now, it's heavy. Again, I see this energy bringing in a lot of ability to bring some closure to a lot of things that we need to say goodbye to. And being able to do it with a strong, confident foot forward. And give you a glimpse at what you need to do to take that forward path. I personally love these kind of energies because it just helps me validate all the things I already know. There's no running away from it. There's no rationalizing it. It just comes at you and it's just a, nope, sorry toots. You ain't going to talk your way out of this one or it ain't going to go any other way. So you need to sit down, pay attention and get your work done. So take advantage, put closure to the things you need to put closure to and we can carry on. All right, folks, that's all I have for you. Stay vigilant. Remember to check in with your sanity often. Filter all the messages being lobbed your way from all directions. As my sister and I were discussing the energies, she pretty much summed it all up by saying, if it's too yucky outside, stay home with your dog and cook something tasty. Keep it cool, kids. Talk to you later.